0: of our lives inside Either in traffic at work or close eye How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives What's so up, guys? Welcome into the Workover Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about technology, tech trends, remote capabilities, and work. And so you can live every day like it's Saturday. Today, we're going over a, uh, a few different statistics, polls that I've been tracking, keeping out there, and wanted to share them here with you guys. And uh, first, if this is your first time listening, thanks. Thanks for being here. I just told you who we are and what we're doing here. Uh, But I do encourage you guys to give me some feedback. This is a collaborative show. In the spirit of DevOps, I want you guys to give me some feedback. So hit if you're listening on YouTube, leave a comment on one of the episodes. if, If you see them, like, subscribe while you're there. If you're listening on another platform such as LinkedIn or Twitter Spaces or within our Facebook group, the Go Work Wherever Facebook group, leave a comment. Let us know that you're listening and, uh, you know, who knows if you got a question or something like that. I actually get these questions. They can pop up. I can see them and stuff like that. Like if you're watching on YouTube or whatever, I can actually show a question so I can see that I myself went on LinkedIn and wrote, if you got a question, hit them here so that I could show that so I can actually answer questions live and on the show and you guys can interact because that's why I'm here. I want to make sure that I'm providing value and I'm not just talking to myself here. So today we're going to get into... If that's not a long-winded uh, introduction, but I've been known I talk. I've been, uh, people tell me that, I, that I'm i a talker, so I like to live up to it, right? But we're going to get into, into collaboration, and we're going to get into, more importantly, we're going to get into collaborative intelligence and what exactly that means and how you can use it and um, why every business actually needs it. And where we're going and how we're moving as a society, most importantly, within the tech trends of societies. And so for those of you who have not heard me use the term collaborative intelligence before, you, this must be your first day. Welcome on in. But collaborative intelligence is... Um, characterizes multi-agent i'm reading off of wikipedia now because i have my own definition but collaborative intelligence characterizes multi-agent distributed systems where each agent which could be a bot human us or machine computer is uh autonomously contributing to a problem-solving network so What that means is you have a network of things that you are trying to solve problems. You have a whole bunch of problems. We'll call them support tickets if you're into that, or it could be an onboarding process. So I was talking to, I was in Nashville uh, for a conference about a week ago, and I had somebody that came up to me and they were like, well, what do you do? And I tried to explain um, what it was to, uh, oh, hey. Alexandria. Okay. What's up? Uh, so I was trying to explain what it was that I, that I did. And, um, and so somebody was like, everybody needs this. When I was explaining to them, the, um, the process of automation. And so I was like, yeah, well, yeah, everybody needs this They need to automate their things, but you need to make sure that you're automating in a very specific way so that human interaction is involved. And so An example that I gave him or what he gave me rather was the onboarding process. He was a realtor and it was the onboarding process of uh, realtors. And he said, you know, I need, you know, certain amount of information from my client so that they can, uh, I can tell if they're pre-approved or if we can move forward and all that other stuff, right? I was like, okay, so there's a series of questions And then there's a score that you have associated with these series of questions that allows us to move forward in the process. He's like, yep, that's it. Cool. So what you can do is currently you could just involve it as a a straight manual process where people fill out the forms, email them to you. Hopefully they're encrypted and you get the emails and you fill it out manually and you review every single one and you process them through based on your own understanding of their score that's probably what you're doing right now. He's like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I said, okay, how many of those can you do in a day? And he's like, oh man, you know, if I'm absolutely killing it, you know, I don't know, 50. Okay, not bad. What if we could like 100X that, right? because you can't you can only scale via one individual person. The the only way to scale in that scenario would be to hire somebody else and hopefully they can get 50 done, but they are probably really going to get maybe like 25 done because they're probably going to be have the asking for your permission for things and you're actually going to potentially hurt at least at first your productivity because if you were doing 50 by yourself and now you're having to answer questions for a new person, maybe you're doing 40, they're doing 25. So now you're at 65. So you're really only getting 15 more accomplished, right? These are just made up numbers, but you understand the point that I'm getting at, right? You can only scale to a specific point. So that's where collaborative intelligence and artificial intelligence comes into play. So if you turn those forms into a process, automated through either AI or uh, robotic process automation, where they're filling out the form and then based on their responses, so, you know, credit score, okay? If they put in there, if you need a specific credit score to say, uh, you know, it has to be over 600 or whatever. And if that's between a specific range, then do this and do that hit them with negative points, et cetera. So you can filter these out to make a more humanized decision at the end. So they fill out the form, they get scored based upon their responses. The computer automatically rejects certain individuals' scores based on the responses of criteria that you have set and then feeds you the ones that you actually need to look at so that you can make a human decision. You're problem-solving. With a machine, with a network, and with artificial intelligence, this is collaborative intelligence. And so, when talking about collaboration and collaborative intelligence, a lot of the problems that we see around the workforce is miscommunication, is specific to teams and uh, teamwork. And so, there was a. These are some statistics that I have um, that I have pulled from various workplace. Um, polls that have come out as to what is important to executives business owners when it comes to teamwork and collaboration these are general workplace statistics and so 75 percent of employee employers rather view teamwork and collaboration as being important that should come to no no surprise the other 25 percent if they say that collaboration and teamwork is not important then they're likely working in a field where people are individuals and who knows what they're doing over there. But 75% is still a relatively high statistic. 86% of executives and workers claim that a lack of collaboration or ineffective communications is a top reason for failure in a workplace. So that statistic right there is one that collaborative intelligence aims to solve. So back to our example of the two people who are working on a uh, the the realtor problem that we just talked about, somebody fills out the form, the hard copy forms. They come in. We say, okay, we're going to split these between the two of them. One person's relatively new. Then we have the the person who uh, is the owner and the decision maker. And if those two are not collaborating or communicating in any form of fashion, then uh, you're going to have a prolonged process. So the person who doesn't really understand the process, maybe they're just looking for keywords, key points, and maybe they're filtering it out to to hand it over to you to make a decision. Or maybe if they are tasked to make the decision, if they don't understand the process and they're not collaborating and you don't have any sort of teamwork, it can end in failure to say that maybe somebody was approved who was not supposed to be, or somebody was not approved who was supposed to be and prolonging the process. So that's where collaborative intelligence aims to fix. And so here's another statistic for you. 75% of employers say effective teamwork is critical to the success of their business. So not only does uh, lack of collaboration or ineffective communication hinder production or lead to failure, but effective teamwork is critical to success and more production, (laughs) right? Which makes complete sense because if we're not working together as a team and we're not collaborating and communicating with one another, how can we be productive? Especially in today's modern environment when we have displaced workforces, that's a lot of the argument as to why people are trying to push people back to the office is to say people are just simply not communicating properly. So instead of trying to fix avenues of communication or understanding where miscommunication is happening, they're just saying, bring everybody back. Let's do it the old-fashioned way. Get everybody in a room, and just have them yell at each other. But that's not really solving the problem because just because somebody is sitting down the hall doesn't necessarily mean that they're communicating or collaborating, at least effectively. So more uh, emphasis needs to be placed on collaboration. And whether you are implementing collaborative intelligence or just wanting to go human to human, you need to draw out what is expected What are the uh, necessary inputs? What are the measurables that uh, equates to success or something passing? Because a lot of people understand it when you're talking about uh, collaborative intelligence to say um, somebody needs to score above a 70 in order for them to be passing. We'll say that. And so if you pass this, you know, if you say this answer, you get a point. If you say this answer, you get two points. If you say this answer, you get negative two points. And they built out this process quiz, and they come to a score at the end of it, right? People understand that mostly when you're talking about artificial intelligence. We've all taken a quiz on Facebook or Twitter or name your social media platform, where it's like, which friend's character are you? Right? I'm a Joey. (laughs) And you're asked these crazy questions or uh, a Hogwarts, which Hogwarts house are you? You know, this, the sorting hat, that was one that we actually just took as a family recently. And uh, I got Hufflepuff. <laughs> uh, I did. And so it asks you a bunch of questions. It's like, you know, if you played Quidditch, what position would you play? Obviously I'm a seeker, obviously. And then it's like, if you were you know what's your favorite color gold silver green or blue or whatever right and it asks you a bunch of questions and based upon your response it leans you to a persona team hufflepuff uh or gryffindor or slytherin which my son got slytherin which he was pumped about i don't know if that <laughs> i don't know if i should uh feel good about that or not he was like like got his response and i was like you are slytherin he's like yeah (laughs) i'm like excuse me (laughs) the the bad guys you know i guess the bad guys i mean are they bad yeah yeah they're the bad guys right so anyways based on your responses of these quizzes it puts you in a specific box or a persona and then based on that persona you see you know you, that, that's how your results, whether your pass, fail, or, or, you know, just get information back. And then from you, you're able to make a humanized decision based upon those results. So my son thinking Slytherin is a good thing, then, you know, God bless him. <laughs> and he thought it was good, but he makes a human decision around those results. That's collaborative intelligence. And so whether you are building a uh, Hogwarts generation tool, uh, sorting hat, or a friend's calculator, uh, you're you're putting weighted systems behind these questions. So oftentimes we miss the boat when systems and technology isn't involved. So if we're not trying to decide which Hufflepuff or or Slytherin or or Harry Potter house you are. When we say, "Oh, you know, that's not really that important. Let's just move on," and so then instead we we allow humans to make the total decision to say, "Tell me what you think of this person." Well, that's a really hard thing to do for somebody because if I hand it over to to, to somebody, she will read it in a way that I won't. Maybe she'll focus on the grammar. Maybe she'll focus on. Uh, if they're using big words or maybe if this her, her, she has her own judgment of a scenario, whether it is a ticket, you know, that's where I, I, I have the biggest beef in the technology is that there is no real uh, definition of a ticket to say whether something is low, medium, high or, or heat ticket, right? Heat is like, OK, it's mission critical. Everything's broken. OK, clear definition. OK, but what is the difference between high, medium and low? uh, well, you know, the end client, you know, they said that it was high. Well, yeah, they're always going to say that's high, but what, but what's the definition there? If you leave it up to the individual human to make their own decision, then they're going to make the decision based on how they interpret the situation. And so if we can move artificial intelligence, the way that we build artificial intelligence, if we can move that scaled system of teaching a system of how to interpret things, and we can move that into checklists uh, areas of emphasis and scoring and we can move that into a human element to make a decision and then build a bot or an automated process to assist the human in making that decision that is collaborative intelligence and that's the only way forward with the way technology is going right now because if we rely too heavily on a bot things are going to things are going to go bad but think about it this way okay this is uh this is something that we're all probably pretty close to. We're buying these cars nowadays, right? And so you bought a car in you know, the 60s and 70s and everybody could change their own light bulb. Everybody could change their own tail light. You could change your own oil and hell, you could probably change your own battery and maybe even switch out some parts of the engine, right? You understood the vehicle. You understood how the vehicle worked and you didn't have to be a mechanic to understand these things. Then as cars progressed... Either by design, which is probably the case, or just through our lack of knowledge and understanding and convenience, we slowly got away from understanding how a vehicle is run and how to maintain the vehicle. I'll admit, I can't change my own oil. I have no idea how to change an oil. (laughs) And I don't really want to (laughs) learn, to be honest with you. I could just go to Jiffy Lube or the car that I actually just bought, they gave me free um for oil changes so why would i want to learn how to to change my own oil when the the dealership does it for me and so we me or we as humans but me in this example will lose this skill because we simply don't use it so if we get into business processes the more that we don't Do a process or aren't involved in the process, the more that we're going to lose that skill of the process. And that's where automation becomes very dangerous, is if we have something that is just supposed to run, eventually we're gonna have individuals who just don't know how it's supposed to be done and have relied heavily on the machine to get it done. That's why collaborative intelligence is important. If we turn it over to full AI, then what happens if there's a mass power outage? What happens if the, the process breaks? What happens if insert scenario and we have to go back to a paper process, which is a totally normal thing in the business world? Okay. Hey, this is broken. We need to go back to a paper paper process. Okay. Well, the machine always emails it to somebody. I don't know who it goes to. That should never be the case. So we need to make sure that we're documenting things out. We need to make sure that we understand the adequate scoring and how to read a process or how to weigh out a system and to make sure things uh, can get done absent of artificial intelligence artificial intelligence should be there to assist us in making decisions quicker better faster that is collaborative intelligence if they are making decisions for us we will very quickly learn the abil- or lose the ability to understand the process and what is supposed to be decided that is uh, a very dangerous thing. So that is the, that is the topic of du jour. That, was, uh, that is the, uh, the podcast for today. I want to get on and just jump on and talk about collaborative intelligence because without collaborative intelligence, I see more and more uh, danger throughout the business world, specifically around technology. And the way that technology and things have worked when you're talking about uh, inventions in historical sense if you think of uh, Thomas Edison, where he says, "You know, I didn't invent the light bulb; I invented a thousand ways not to invent the light bulb." That's one of his favorite quotes, right? Okay, well, what about a thousand ways to not invent artificial intelligence? That's a pretty scary thing. Oh yeah, well, we got artificial intelligence right, but don't pay attention to those other thousand bots over there that are just, you know, breaking and 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 trying to take over with some Terminator effect. Don't don't pay attention to those, right? That's where artificial intelligence is different than creating a light bulb or, or uh, creating a chair or anything else that we've ever done in history because the whole purpose of artificial intelligence is that it can think for itself. And if when you enable a computer or a machine the ability to think for itself, it can make decisions for itself. And when it can make decisions for itself, it can analyze data in a specific way that if you don't understand that data or how the process is supposed to play or the analysis that the machine is going through, then things can get very dangerous very, very fast. So I am releasing a uh, masterclass on introduction to automation and the the five steps, the five basic steps of to go through before having to build and design automation. So uh, look out for that. It'll be launching sometime next year. We're in the process of recording it right now. It will be released on onlineacademy.cloud, which is our learning platform. Um, It's an on-demand learning platform we will launch with two masterclasses and then we will uh, begin to add as we go, Uh, all built around communication, collaboration and and technology trends and uh, technology within the workforce. So be on the lookout for that. In the meantime, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash at Capital Presence. We got the handle YouTube has handles now welcome to 2022 YouTube and handles and no longer have to whatever it was before you just be like go to YouTube and search for this and then like, I don't know if you guys ever searched for capital presence, but it was a whole lot of January six out there. And uh, <laughs> that is, a, I am glad that we have a uh, a handle now. So capital presence capital with a O C A P I T O L presence like you hear. Uh, thanks for hanging out guys if you have any questions hit them in the comments uh if you ever guys have any uh anything that you want us to talk about uh you know drop us a line uh, either on youtube or one of the social platforms or you could just email us um and um, yeah thanks for hanging out guys until next time thanks for hanging out and uh you